You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. All magic comes with a price. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to a special Once Upon a Time official convention edition of Storybrook Weekly Mirror, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast, a poppychuloradio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Sunday, October 29th, 2017, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. Tonight, we are doing something very different. We are delivering directly to you audio recorded at Creation Entertainment's Once Upon a Time Official Convention 2017 in Whippany, New Jersey. Please welcome my co-host, Jenna Pace. Hi, everybody. It's time for the 11th panel. This is our 11th podcast focusing on Creation Entertainment's Once Upon a Time Official Convention 2017. Jenna, what is the 11th panel that we're showcasing? Well, listeners, I hope you're ready for a wickedly good time because it's with the one, the only, the beautiful Rebecca Mater as Zelina. Wicked good. Before we start our special Once Upon a Time official convention edition, here's our announcer with a few special announcements. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasters discussing some of your favorite television shows. Visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts for a complete list of all the podcasts that we produce. You will get up-to-date information on whether the podcast is currently releasing new episodes or if it's on hiatus. You will also be able to click a link to either take you to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download the podcast. To binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasts, visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts. Would you like to be one of the podcasters on this podcast discussing your favorite television show? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. We are always looking for new voices to add to our collection of podcasts. To become a co-host you must be at least 18 years old. You must be comfortable sharing your opinions. And you must be comfortable using Skype. There's no podcast experience required. So if you think you have what it takes to be a Poppy Chula Radio on-air personality, email talent at poppychularadio.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This is a Poppy Chula Radio special announcement. Poppychularadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. Thanks, announcer. 
Rebecca's outfit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly sober! I work for you. You too. You're welcome, you joy. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Jersey, man. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me, Mr. Ehrenberg. Oh, it's my pleasure, of course. Are you having fun? Yeah, you know what? This has been a fantastic weekend, has it not? <laughs> this is really the, I mean, the heartland of the passionate one, sir. This is an amazing, yeah. you guys are an amazing crowd. Such great comments, great questions. I mean, it's really been a fun weekend for all of us. And we're so excited to have you here today, as always. Every time I see you, it's fantastic. I know. Congrats. <laughs> I was so excited when I heard you were back on the season seven. <laughs> Right there. 
But I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't mind just popping in to Seattle Grace for Grace Anatomy. Thank you. Thank you. 
Stop him. <laughs> so, um, my question is, if um, Robin Hood hadn't died, would Vizelina have still made the baby Robin, or would she have named the baby Cora, or...? <laughs> Probably not. Probably pistachio. <laughs> That's what I'm going to bring to it. You're definitely not going to get bullied when you call pistachio. <laughs> a simple, simple life. Um, no, I think I think that was really beautiful. I remember when I first read that script of Robin's funeral and I told Regina that I decided to make a Robin and I fully, I mean, I'm getting like choked up now. <laughs> but I thought that was really beautiful. You know, even just as, you know, Sean's my mate, there's like a nod and a homage to my to one of my best friends. I thought that was really sweet. So I definitely think that Selena chose Robin after everything that had got, you know, she'd done to him and all the awful things that had happened. It was a nice sort of closure to honor him in memoriam forever by giving her daughter, or their daughter, his name. I thought that was really sweet. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Hi. Hi, Rebecca. I'm Seth. I was wondering, where's the funniest place you've ever been recognized by a fan? <laughs> Probably a toilet. <laughs> Probably at a convention. <laughs> Sometime, sometimes um, the loos that we have at conventions are really, really, really far away from the green room because we're backstage and there might not be one. And um, so sometimes I'm like, I, can't, I cannot do that walk anymore, especially if I'm in heels. So sometimes I snuck into just normal toilets in hotels and like hide and go to and wait for people to come out and they just come out into the room like ah! <laughs> I love practical jokes. I love scaring people. So I like you know, you know standing next to someone, they're washing their hands at a convention, they're like, oh my god! No one wants to get into someone that was in full on Zelina could like cosplay. <laughs> Hi, it was funny. Probably a toilet, thank you. Now <laughs> away. Hey, Bex. Hi. So you said before that it takes hours to become Zelina. So you must be in makeup for like hours and hours. Um, how do you fill that time? And what's your relationship like with your stylist and such? It must be a very close relationship. You so tight. You're right. It takes hours and hours and hours. But I mean, I'm not the wicked, the green wicked witch all the time. It's it's the least I am. Like I'm, I'm white most of the time. Um, <laughs> um, the tan. Um, I'm going in the dark. Um, it takes from like arriving at work to being on set. It probably takes three hours to become the Wicked Witch. But I spend most of my time with the makeup artist, obviously, because that's the longest part, more so than the slides or the hair people. And we listen to music, we drink coffee, and uh, we have to do it on our own so we don't gas everybody else with the paint fumes. So we're slowly, you know, getting really sick and poisoning our lungs, and everyone else is fine. Uh, which is really important. But we, we are very, very close, because she and I get to be in this little rickety old you know, sort of a makeup trailer by ourselves, so we've become very close because we've spent a lot of hours together, so we're sort of like a little therapist for each other. It's really, I actually treasure that time, it's really nice. Thank you. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. Hello. Hi. I was wondering if you've ever done any musical theater shows, and if so, which ones? Have you heard of, um, what's it called? Once Upon a Time. <laughs> This is, um, I don't know if you've seen it, we did a musical episode. Um, that's literally all I've done. Um, that was the first time I've ever sung in my life, in my career, and uh, it was definitely one of the best days of my life. I think we should do another one! It was so much fun. Thank you. Hello. 
honestly, I came out of the womb with jazz hands. Um, <laughs> like, I'm um, I've always been sort of loud and silly and annoying, and I didn't really understand why, and I thought I was adopted, because my family are really quiet. And then my German family said I belonged in the circus, but I'm fine. Um, <laughs> bit harsh. Um, but no, I would just always watch telly when I was little, and just think, oh, I want to be on telly like those kids. And then like, I had no idea how I was going to do it, but it was weird. It was like it was always inside me, like I had to be on TV. So I think it was in my blood. I was born this way. Thank you. You're really cute. Hello. Hey, Rebecca. I was wondering if uh, Mark was on Once Upon a Time, would it be more fun for him to be friend or foe? Foe. <laughs> <laughs> Being foes with someone is so much more fun than being friends. I mean, you're friends in real life. Like, you're nice in real life. I would love to play opposite Mark and like, just completely hate each other. That would be very cathartic for the relationship. <laughs> Hopefully we would bring it home with us, you know. Foe. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Hi, I'm Delilah, and I'm, I was wondering if Robin was still alive, do you think that if, would affect Zelina's story? Yeah, I think, well, she had to co-parent. I think it would massively affect the storyline, because, you know, at least Zelina can do whatever she wants. I think I think that would have been lots of different drama where they'd have to share custody, you know. Um, but absolutely, yes. It would absolutely affect my storyline if uh, my baby daddy was still in the picture. <laughs> For real. Maybe my drama. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi, I'm Emily. Uh, my question is, Besides, we could always win. What's your favorite song from the musical episode, and can you sing part of it? Well, obviously, Lana's is ridiculous. It's so good. But I'm not going to do it because she's better at it than I am. I really like, I'm not going to lie, sometimes, weirdly, when I plug in my phone in my car, for some reason, my car decides that it wants to listen to a happy beginning. <laughs> it's weird, but not like at the beginning. It always starts with Ginny's line, which is like, um, Will it be together? A long time wish come true. <laughs> and then Josh kind of, What makes it even better? The story starts anew. I love it, and I, when I do it, I do everybody's voices. So I think happy beginning is my second favorite. <laughs> Thank you. bigger Wicked Witch costumes so that this diaper thing fits underneath and then they just sort of hook me and pull me up from my hips. It's wicked. There's like a huge round crane and they just pull me up into the sky and then you just move with it. I mean, they're doing all the work, let's be honest, the men that are running around. And then if, if they're taking me around on a flight, like in the musical, we did it on blue screens and there's a guy in a full-on like blue leotard. <laughs> Poor guy. I, don't know, I think it had like nose, you know, like holes to breathe. I was just running around and pulling me around in a blue leotard. I'm literally just going, wee! Wee! And that's pathetic. And they're working a lot harder than anything. Like little flying monkeys. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, I'm Jessica. Um, I was wondering if you 
Hi. Hi. Um, I was wondering if Selena was stranded on the island, what five things would she have with her? Selena? Or me? Very different things, I'm sure. A monkey. <laughs> to like go and get bananas, you know, some, some food. Definitely her iPad, so she can watch Netflix. <laughs> her baby Robin. <laughs> iPad, what did I say? iPad, baby, monkey, broomstick, and maybe a hot love interest? <laughs> Just in case the mice get cold and should be warm at night. Thank you. Write that down. Hi. Hi, Bex. My name is Angelica, and I was wondering how has becoming a rising star impacted you in a positive way? Am I a rising star? <laughs> being on the telly affected my life. How has it impacted you in a positive way? Oh, I mean, <laughs> hanging out with you lot. I would say becoming well-known and becoming more well-known for being part of this show has been probably one of the greatest moments in my life. And it's still happening and it will stay with me for the rest of my life. I think meeting all of you and all of us sharing our stories at these conventions and online on social media is, is really special. And when we can come together and actually be supportive of one another when we're going through difficult times, you really do feel the love. And if you just ignore the hate and focus on all the people that are coming together in a positive way, there has been such a support system for so many people and so many people have become friends because of this show and like all over the world, we go around and be like, oh, you know, we've met, and I'm from Poland, and she's from Paris, and we came together at this convention because of your show. So the fact that our show has helped build these relationships is uh, pretty magical. I love it. That's the best thing. Thank you. Research it too too much because I didn't want to copy all the other actresses that had portrayed it in different ways, like both of, you know, with Wicked the musical and then the original films and then the more recent ones, you know, with James Franco and everything. So I just really tried to not watch everything again when I got the part because I was nervous to copy anything they were doing. So I literally just took the writing, my knowledge and understanding of what the character was, and then just put some little British green hot sauce on the top and just prayed it worked. <laughs> Prayer involved. <laughs> I hope this isn't rubbish. <laughs> That's it, really. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi, I'm Sophia. I was wondering if you could be any Disney princess, which one would you be? I mean, probably because of my big ginger bush 
I like Ariel. I know all the words to that musical. I love it, love it, love it. Little Mermaid. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Max. Sorry, I remember really telling so much. Um, if you could change one storyline on the show, what would it be and why? Change. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe Hades not breaking my heart. No. <laughs> 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 Just broke. Um, in life, what's the point? You know, things happen, you make mistakes, but then if you haven't made them, then you wouldn't be here today, so... Hashtag surrender. Yeah. Hashtag no regrets! Life's too short. Thank you. Love you too. I love you, Bex! I love you more! <laughs> Hi. Hi, Bex. I'm Grace, and I'm wondering, what was your favourite acting experience you've had besides Once Upon a Time? Uh, probably when I died on Lost. <laughs> Shows. If you've never seen it, oh, please watch it on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it on Netflix. But I would say, I mean, being on that show was amazing. We shot in Hawaii, Crimea River. I mean, my God, I was living in Hawaii. But um, I really enjoyed my uh, <laughs> the episode that I died in. I called it my death episode. <laughs> I really liked. That was probably one of the most amazing days at work. But, it was a really noisy crew, because they've been on the show together for six years, they're all mates, they're all from the island, they're all surfer dudes. They were really chatty and noisy, so I remember the day I died, I said to the director, can you do me a favour, when I die in about 15 minutes, can you get rid of everybody and just have a closed set and just like the camera guy, like the minimum amount of people. So they sent all the guys to lunch early, and I died with like six people there to hear a pin drop in the jungle for the first time ever. <laughs> and it allowed me to just sort of do a better performance and just really lose myself in it. So I'd say that. Thank you very much. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm wondering, what's your favorite part of having your hair? You're a redhead, aren't you? Yes. You're amazing. Ginger's rule. Um, I hated having red hair up until I was 19 and I moved to America. Because you could be a redhead in America and people think it's cool, because in England you get abused when you have red hair. Like people really, really bully you for having red hair. It's really weird. People don't believe me. I'm like, no, it's actually a thing. So I was really bullied growing up having red hair. And I always thought that guy blonde or brunette or whatever. And I remember the first time I moved, I moved to New York and I was walking down the Broadway and this guy walked past me, he's like, Yo, Red, what is up? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm Red. <laughs> oh my God, and he was like, damn, bro, I'm like, what? <laughs> God bless America, and I've never left him that. <laughs> this is my pop here. Oh, America. school was just drama class. Um, didn't really do any 
anything else. But I did drama at school up until I was 18, and I loved it. And it was really the only part of school that I liked between after like art and English. I was rubbish at everything else. <coughs> I failed time to time. <laughs> I just got double D's. <laughs> But if there is something in your area, you should absolutely do it. Like, do it at school, do it outside of school, and um, you've got that kind of like stage presence. I can feel it from here, so I think you're going to do really well. And never give up. Love you too. Good luck, darling. Hello, I'm Maddie, and my question is what would be on the gag reel of your life? <laughs> my life? <laughs> Well, two things. One, I love your name. Maddie was the name of my blankie when I was little. <laughs> Mummy, where's my Maddie? It's like you're sitting on it. Um, <laughs> uh, the gag reel of my life. If there was just a gag reel, I mean, of my life, it would be all the stupid things I do, um, the falling and the tricking and everything else. But I would say, I, um, if I could just do a gag reel all the times I've forgotten my lines or once upon a time, that would be a wicked blooper reel, because I can't do it here. But the minute I forget a line, you're supposed to go, line, and then they give you the line, but I can't do that, I automatically swear. <laughs> and, um, it's pretty much. And people are like, whoa, and I'm like, what is that? And then I go back to what I was doing. But they can't put any of my stuff on the blooper reel, and the... <laughs> party at the end of season six, I was in that blooper reel for a while. And then I saw the one that actually released, I'm like, oh no, I'm not in it anymore. <laughs> I had to cut all of my uh, body mouth. So yeah, all gone, on the floor, cutting room floor. Yeah, lots of swearing. Thank you, darling. Hi. Oh, look, it's me. We need me. Give me hashtag all the feels, films that make you cry. I love crying. I love crying. Um, my mum, Cora, was in Beaches. Have you seen Beaches? <laughs> I like films like that. I like to get sad. I don't know what's, what's wrong with you. Thank you. You look amazing. Like real people, when you see them on telly that have changed everything, it's like if they could do that, I can do anything. 
So I would say probably real people. Thank you. to my emotions and sometimes I might not be if something's going on in my life. Um, if I feel like I can get there really quickly, then I'll just do it. Um, but if I need an extra hand, then I use music to take me to my, you know, dark place. And um, I really like, there's two artists that help me cry, and one is Damien Rice, yeah. and the other one is Layla Montaigne. So they've got some really great songs that can kind of make you feel very melancholy, which can help me um, blub. Thank, Thank you. You're again. Well, love you too. Hi, long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> you are so beautiful. My question is, you know how you are like the most beautiful, most talented, smartest, funniest, most amazing person in the world? Yeah. Oh, I love your question. <laughs> you can come again. <laughs> I love you back. I love you too. You're beautiful, Zelina. <laughs> Michael Coleman, everybody. I thought you were green. I'm like, don't get green on me. <laughs> Pancakes. 
I think, well, I think that was kind of the, the perfect ending. Well, okay. It was a nice ending in terms of, I've got my baby, I've got my sister, I've got my nephew and a roof over my head. The only thing missing is that I don't have my magic. And that, that that's not okay. It's not. Like, it's just, it's weird. So, I would definitely say, my sister and my family and all that niceness, but you've got to get your magic back. I'm the Wicked Witch. I mean, come on! So, with that. Thank you. Hello, Emma. You said if Charlotte were to come back, her and Lena would fight. Do you think, like, they would do anything else besides fight? It always takes a week to... <laughs> no. I think they would just completely fight because they both got massive egos and they both think they're incredibly strong and powerful. So I think it would get very messy and very pointy. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Did you like portraying yourself more as the evil character or when you were trying to be good? Not evil, dear. Wicked. Um, um, I like both. I like the fact that you can be both on this show. You don't have to just be a hero or a villain, you can be a little bit of both. So I really hope that they can, I mean, that's the great thing about the way that they write these villains is that you can do something incredibly awful or you can redeem yourself a little bit and then you slip up and you fall back and you do something bad and then you want to come back again. So I, I definitely like doing both. I mean, obviously it's really fun to be green and, you know, steal babies and strangle children. <laughs> but we all feel that way, so <laughs> it's incredibly cathartic. Strangling Henry. It felt, it was fun. It was fun. And it kept my hands warm because it was a cold day. So, I'd say a little bit of both. Thank you. Hello, look at you. Amazing. Hi, I'm Sophie, and I just wanted to say I met you last year in Chicago, and you still look as perfect as you did last year. Really? I've aged. <laughs> Thank you. But my question is um, what was the most emotional scene to shoot on this one time? Uh, giving up my baby. That was probably the most painful, emotional thing I've done on the show. So, you know, when I hurting my own child and then having the wherewithal to understand that I couldn't take care of my own baby anymore and I had to give her to Regina and Robin was incredibly painful. I was pretty hysterical that night, but it was really, it was really good shoot and it turned out really well. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, since Selena has lost, uh, gave away her magic, <laughs> How is she dealing with it right now? And also, has she learned to drive yet? Or... Yeah, all right. Harsh. Um, it's called an Uber. <laughs> and then you can have a little drink. Um, well, I don't know, because that that's back in uh, Storybrooke. So I would like to think that, you know, she doesn't need to drive because she got her magic back. So whatever. <laughs> Definitely get the magic back. Don't mind driving. Rubbish. That's what broomsticks are for, for God's sake. Thank you. Hi, I'm Brianna. Hi. I wanted to know, because Selena's such a sassy character, what was your favourite sassy scene to shoot? Um, I really liked um, gate-crashing Bellfire's funeral. <laughs> that, you know, I mean, I killed him. Brilliant. Awful, awful. And then showing up to her, hello everybody! Did you miss me? Did I miss the speeches? Oh, I mean, it's just awful. I mean, classic early days of being like, oh, did somebody die? Was it my fault? Oops. I mean, it's awful. It was so much fun. Oh, I love my job. 
I would say that big scene and like ruining not only his life and but his funeral as well. Wish I first. Show, who would you want to play? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, we got asked this question a lot, and um, I used to lie and say, no, oh, and everyone goes, Lee, and I'm like, what am I doing? I don't want to be anybody else. I'm Zelina. I don't want to be anybody else. Is American Horror Story on Netflix? <laughs> All of the seasons of American Horror Story. Oh, show. Sure. Oh, I love that show, so does she. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hi, my name is Leah. And uh, what's your favorite Once Upon a Time episode? <sighs> what am I in the most? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really liked when I first came on. Um, that episode 316, it's called There's No Place Like Home, I think. They gave me a copy in a book, it was really sweet as a gift. I would say my arrival was pretty epic, and then my second favourite is the musical episode. <laughs> Love watching that. Makes me feel good. Thank you. Hi. Hi, um, I'm Molly. Um, my question is, um, as an actor uh, dealing with branding and typecasting, as a strong woman, have you found it hard to find roles that spoke to you um, throughout the course of your career, or has it changed as your career has uh, developed? It's weird. Like, I keep sort of trying to get another job, or I want to do a comedy, and then I keep playing really strong, intense, dramatic women. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, maybe that's true, and maybe I'm going to end up being typecast to something else, but I think after Once Upon a Time, I should probably do something completely different, because that is a real risk sometimes in this business. If you keep playing a certain type of character, or if you stay in one genre, that's literally how the whole industry will see you. So I think my next thing, I need to just be incredibly ridiculous on a really stupid, silly comedy. Just do something completely different as a strong person. But I do really like playing... Strong characters, though, because I don't want to be someone weak and meager. Like, what's that? <laughs> you know, like you want to be a role model to young women. I want to be someone that's strong and sticks up and doesn't take anybody. <laughs> you know? So whatever. It's not a horrible thing to get typecast as. Could be worse. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Hello. I'm Louie from New York. Are you Phil, Louie? <laughs> awesome. I like your cardigan. It looks really comfortable. <laughs> Um, I can see that obviously Zelina is green at her boiling point, and of course you've got that fire red hair. But what color is Rebecca at her highest point? Purple. <laughs> Any shade of purple. There's something about purple that speaks to me, like if I'm meditating or something. And I always wore it when I was growing up. And I didn't want to wear green because I thought it looked like bogeys. Or boogers, as you say in America. Like, wait, I've got snotty skin. Brilliant. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, no, Molly. Oh my god, this was amazing. Is this it? Is this the end? Yeah, I see you win. I see she assigned. This was really fun. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> 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 
We hope you enjoyed this exclusive audio recorded at Creation Entertainment's Once Upon a Time Official Convention 2017 in Whippany, New Jersey. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Jenna, please wish the listeners a good night. Listeners, have the best evening ever. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror every Tuesday and Wednesday via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Poppy Chulo Radio Archives. Our Tuesday show is our episode discussion, and our Wednesday show is our special spoiler edition of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Good night.